You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. Hey, Brian. Hey, John. Uh, you know what time it is? It's 3.36 Eastern Time right now, actually. It is also time for Get the Skinny Season 2, Episode 2. Um, and I think that after we um, introduced ourselves to everybody last week, it's time to get down to business. Do you agree? I agree. Uh, I also think it's time to write down what exactly you just ate uh, since getting up this morning. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I do. I kind of need some help with that. Uh, So I'm glad you said that. I have started actually something that I do off and on, and I think this is the the first step for everybody to – uh, join us on this great journey of Get the Skinny. And uh, that thing is a food diary. So basically what a food diary is, is uh, fundamentally just writing down everything that you eat, having a record of it. And the theory is that if you can put it on paper and document exactly what you eat, that will kind of naturally greatly cut down snacking, overeating, Um, It kind of just puts in front of you uh, exactly what is going into your mouth. I I did that for years, and I think it actually works really well. Normally what I would do is I would literally write it down on paper and then transcribe it to Blogger at the end of the day. But I'm not super crazy about that. I don't mind the writing it down, but I just really didn't like Blogger as a platform for that. And that's also like like an extra step that thankfully – you don't have to do these days because if you go to the Android store, the iTunes store, the app store, any uh, – basically if you've got a smartphone, you have uh, hundreds of apps to choose from for food diaries. So the one that I'm working on right now – and uh, this is a little plug, guys. So if you follow us on Twitter at uh, GTS Podcast, what I'm going to do is I, uh, I've set my application and the application of my choice – is uh, my net diary so if you go to your app store look for my net diary now the only reason i'm using uh, my net diary i'll be honest with you is because it does have like twitter integration mm-hmm. so this is going to make it a lot easier for everybody to follow me um i kind i prefer or i have more of a history with my fitness pal that's another app perfectly fine but the point is with with both these apps and probably a lot of the other apps is that it makes it it makes it a lot easier to keep a food diary because you've always got your phone. And um, what's cool about these is they do have kind of like an ever-expanding library of fast food, prepared food. All that uh, nutritional information is already there. Uh, you can like search for the food. So, if, so like say if you ate um, two slices of a DiGiorno pizza, uh, you can look that up. And that's kind of in their database. And so you don't have to like guess about the calories or the fat content or anything like that. You can just uh, search for it, find it, plug it into your food diary. And the other cool thing is you can set goals in here. So you can kind of uh, determine how many calories you should be eating and uh, obviously track those through the app. So I, I think they're I think they're really cool. And honestly, like I think it's a really important thing to do. And there's really no excuse to to not do a food diary uh, given everybody ha- having a smartphone these days, yeah, I I've been using my Fitness Pal, and I I don't know. There's something about it that's not doesn't click with me. Um, 
I'm actually really looking for an alternative. The one that you're using, my net diary, is it only available on iOS or is it also on Android? I'm not sure. Uh, honestly, since I'm uh, an admitted Apple guy, um, if it's not, I think I think the real point is, uh, even if it's not, is to you know go on the go on your app store of choice and search for uh, food diaries and experiment. You know, you don't, you've uh, download one or two. Uh, you shouldn't don't ever pay for one. Uh, all the free apps are, are perfectly fine. They do the job. And uh, just experiment. I think a lot of it has to do with like um, personal tastes when it comes to interface and just kind of how the setup is visually, all that jazz. Like I said, I, I switched over for Get the Skinny to to this one that's uh, My Net Diary just because, like I said, the social media integration was a little bit more uh, advanced, uh, at least in the free version of the app. Mm-hmm. So that was good for me. But there's so many options. I, you know, There's nothing stopping you from bouncing around. Yeah, I just uh, found it is it is on Android. I'll try it out. Cool. If uh, anybody out there though has another uh, recommendation, you know, feel please feel free to let us know at uh, gtspodcast.com. Yes, yes. Email us, uh, tweet us, uh, just uh, get a hold of us. But I, I guess like just like I said, just like in summary. So what? I, so we're starting to we've said our hellos like last week, and now we're starting. Okay, guys. So now we're starting. The biggest thing that uh, that you can do uh, starting today is document what goes in your mouth. Uh, and then re- related to that actually is um, kind of always the question of, well, how many calories should I be eating? Um, and that's a good question. And you're going to get a lot of answers uh, to that question from a lot of different people. So I like to take the, uh, the approach uh, kind of similar to a food diary. I like to take the approach of not – not killing myself looking for the perfect answer, but finding what I feel is like a pretty good answer. So uh, a good enough answer to work with. So what I would do is, it's really as simple as this. If you, if you search on the internet on your search engine of choice uh, for a calorie calculator, or you even search for the phrase like, how many calories do I need a day? There, there's going to like be a ton of calorie calculators and all of them are going to ask you similar questions. So they're going to ask your weight, your age, maybe your target weight, like how much you want to lose, um, a variety of things, four or five questions probably. And they're going to spit out a number. Uh, if you don't love that number, you can all, you can always just go to several calculators and see if they're giving you about the same answer. And chances are that number is good enough to work with. I, I, I'm actually going through the process right now with my net diary, and I didn't like the n- number. Yes. <laughs> it's a little higher than I wanted it to be, honestly. Yeah, well, I mean, that that is like the thing. So it's – you know, it's it, you don't have to like – the number may be like that. That's a good. That's a good reaction, I guess. That that you know, you think you can like I can beat that, so to speak. But in reality, a lot of times, like uh, it's not really about starving yourself. It's about kind of like what you're eating uh, and what you're doing uh, with those calories. Um, obviously, like the the best. The obviously the way to lose weight is to uh, look at calories in, calories out, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, and that's the most fun, fundamental way to do that. And and these calculators actually aren't even like factoring in uh, exercise, like physical exertion, which also uh, kind of in theory would add to the number of calories that you eat in a day uh, because you're burning that excess um, energy. 
But honestly, I never, I almost never like factor that into my calorie counting. Yeah, and I, I try to um, because I try to keep track of things like that. But the one thing I don't like about these trackers is I kind of feel like I have to eat prepackaged foods or fast food because I can get an idea of how many calories are are in whatever. If I go to a sit down restaurant or if I get, if I prepare something myself, I always have to ask, you know, did I get my portions right? Did I get the amount of, um, you know, did I, did I weigh this correctly, you know, or whatever? And I just I always have doubt, which is kind of bad because, you know, if I go to fast food, if I go to like McDonald's, I'll get a Big Mac. I know exactly how many calories are in that, but I really like that Big Mac, so I, I might add a double cheeseburger to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of like um, tempting me to to eat more than I probably need. But um, it's just – I don't know. I'm kind of OCD and I like numbers and I like having like a number that I can be confident in. And uh, these fitness trackers kind of force me to eat stuff that my doctor might not recommend that I get or that I eat just so that I get a number that That's a I can, really interesting reaction. It happens to me all the time. It's just – it's kind of how it, – it's why for when I was losing weight before, uh, I was – pretty much eating fast food only because I could keep track of how many calories I was getting in a day. Yeah. I, I, I know how, actually I know how you feel. So like, like, so here's an example for me. And, uh, and again, guys, no matter what you're eating, uh, starting this week, if you're going to be along with the ride, start a food diary. Yeah. Uh, so, so it doesn't have to be like fruits and nuts all day. Uh, but so Brian, I've got my example of that is, um, once I hone in on a fast food or prepared something that I perceive as like pretty good, you know, not like not terrible for me, but like I can work with this uh, and I'm on like a training kick. Um, for me, it's like uh, certain things at Subway because I can I can look them up. They're in every database in the world. Uh, I get an exact breakdown of the nutrition is it great? No. Like, is the food gourmet? No. But if I eat like a foot long turkey sandwich at Subway, if I eat that like every day of my life for lunch from now to forever, I feel like there's way worse out there. And it's also like, but it's also like predictable. Uh, and at the same time, could I be eating something a lot better? Sure. But like you said, that is like a lot of work. It's a trade off and it's, certainly you're probably going to have more calories and actually I don't want to I don't want to generalize when I say this uh, but I, I feel you'll probably eat more calories in a Whopper than or, or double Whopper than you'll eat in a uh, foot long turkey sub and on the surface it seems like the foot long turkey sub would be better for you but unless you actually look it up it's kind of hard to say so I'm actually going to look that up how many calories do you think are in a, uh, a Whopper with cheese from uh, Burger King a whopper with cheese. Do they come with cheese like by default, or is that an add-on? Oh, they want you to. They want you to add it. Okay, uh, I'm going to say that's at least a thousand calories. Okay, so that's actually 730 calories. Oh, okay. And if you get it without mayonnaise, that's 600 calories. Wow. So a turkey, foot-long turkey at Subway, um, with cheese. Let's see how many calories that is. So foot-long turkey, so 730 calories versus 
turkey with turkey breast. Okay, so that'd be like 560 calories. But still not as like markedly different as you would expect. Now, the fat content's going to be different. The fat content's going to be different, but it's fewer calories, and ultimately it'd be more filling. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So actually, so this is – so what we're doing here, guys, is what, what you need to be doing. Like if you, if you want to kind of like – and again, you know, just documenting your food is um, – it's a way to subtly make a change without making a change. We're kind of like, like walking before we're running. So it's just, uh, it's just looking at what's going in your mouth. And uh, we're not even saying like immediately to like switch radically your diet to something else because that will guarantee failure. It's just kind of like looking at the stuff – start looking at the stuff kind of like – through different eyes, like look at it from a numbers point of view, look at it from just a documentation point of view, and you'll see uh, you'll see a change. We almost we basically guarantee it almost. You know, actually, I take that back. That's 560 calories, but that's without like any sort of topping or cheese. So you might be <laughs> might be better off getting the Whopper. Yes, you got to be careful because you got to be careful because uh, you know when you look up the nutritional information, they are required by law to provide the nutritional information, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the sandwich you're buying is exactly as what's listed in the nutritional document because they're trying to make this look as you know positive and beneficial as possible, especially Subway. Sure, because they kind of for a while they kind of had the whole this is a healthy eating style or uh, eating lifestyle that you'll be doing if you're eating at Subway. And, you know, Jared, he lost however much weight he lost eating a foot-long veggie each day. But yes. he ate a foot-long veggie. People Indeed. go to Subway and, you know, my friend Ricky, he was the manager of a Subway and people go in, would buy the, the Jared sandwich and they would ask for cheese and mayonnaise and all these things on it that he didn't have. And, uh, of course... <laughs> They would, he would tell them, hey, you know, he didn't have mayonnaise on there. They're like, oh, I'll put some mayonnaise on it anyway. So by the time by the time they were done, they had a sandwich that was nothing at all like Jared's sandwich, but they had this sense of accomplishment because they had a quote-unquote healthy sandwich. Or people that eat a salad because they think it's healthy, then they load it down with Thousand Island or Ranch. It'd be, you'd be probably be better off actually just making a <laughs> making a. Uh, double cheeseburger into a milkshake and drinking it and you'd be <laughs> eating one of those salads uh and, you know, i guess like okay so like as a last point on this too that brings up a good one it's like portion so um like at subway uh, a foot long turkey sounds good and you know admittedly that's probably like in my wheelhouse of things to go get it's still a foot long sandwich i go for a six inch i uh, as fat as i am i still get a six inch when i go yeah, and that's way more reasonable. Um, so anyway, so like we said, start a food blog. Look it up. Look at, if you've got a smartphone, you have thousands of options. If you don't have a smartphone, uh, you still have thousands of options. You can always there's always desktop applications, desktop versions of it, and there's also always the pen and paper. So so just start this week writing down what you're eating, and uh, like I said, by Thursday Friday, you'll probably be thinking already be thinking different about uh, about your diet. And it's really important that, that you keep that up because what happens, you'll do it for a while. You realize, oh, God, I'm eating too much food. And, oh, I feel much better now that I know that I've been eating too much. I'm just going to start eating less. But if you don't track it, you fall back into it. Indeed. Word. Yeah. 
Okay, Brian. So you have um, a little gadget called a Fitbit. You've joined the uh, movement. No, this is my third Fitbit. So oh, okay. I you, absolutely, you've I, joined the many times over. You've joined this movement. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm a, I'm a sucker. Uh, so I had the first Fit uh, the first Fitbit that I owned. It was the Fitbit One, which was the second Fitbit that was released. It was the one that actually would track. It had an altimeter in it. It would uh, track uh, steps taken uh, on its in stair, basically stair stair levels or whatever. Then I got the Fitbit Force, which was the one that was recalled due to allergic reaction that people would have to it. And I actually was one of the small percentage of folks that had that. And after that, I, I really loved the Fitbit. I mean, I, especially the Fitbit Force. I absolutely loved it. Once I started breaking out on my left arm, I actually moved to my right because I liked it so much. But once I started breaking out on my right uh, right wrist, I decided I might as well uh, return it. So I got a refund on that. <laughs> and I bought the uh, Samsung Gear Fit, which is one of the uh, smartwatches that Samsung has available. Uh, I carry a Samsung phone, so it, it worked fine with it. And I liked it, but I don't know. It just wasn't a Fitbit. That may be a branding thing, but there were things it didn't do that I liked. Uh, one thing I, I liked a lot that it did, though, is, is it had heart uh, the heart rate tracking on it, uh, but it would only give me a snapshot of what my heart rate was, which isn't very useful. So Fitbit uh, recently released a few new models, including the Fitbit Charge, the Fitbit Charge HR, and uh, the Fitbit uh, Surge, I believe. Uh, I bought last weekend, I bought the Fitbit Charge HR, which is a unit very similar to the Fitbit Force that uh, goes on your wrist and tracks everything. It's exactly like the Force, except for the fact that it doesn't break you out. And it has continuous heart rate. And uh, so far, I really like it. Um, it, Like I said, it does everything that I really liked about the about the uh, force. And it tells me at any given time what my heart rate is. And it's too fast. So I really... <laughs> <laughs> Just all the time? All the time. I, that's, I'm a caffeine fiend. And the fact that, you know, if you ever listen to any podcast that I do... You know, I love I love to meet some caffeine. So I probably this is a good reminder that I probably should cut back. Uh, my wife got the surge, which is the one that has uh, GPS built into it. But really, you don't need that because if you pair it with your phone, the Fitbit app will actually tell you where you are and how far you've walked. Um, you know, with GPS, so it, it integrates really well. So uh, what I really like about it, it's very comfortable. Um, it. It, I forget that I have it on. Uh, it it the, the last one had this weird sort of clasp on it that made the thing fall off all the time. This one actually has a normal kind of watch band on it, and it works really well. And like I said, it has continuous heart rate monitoring, and uh, that's pretty fantastic. Uh, I really love the Fitbit app and the uh, console that is available on the web. It will tell you um, how many steps you've taken over time today it'll track your sleep it'll tell you how much sleep that you uh you got last night two weeks ago it'll track the number of calories you've consumed if you track your food using it or my fitness pal and i'm not really crazy about my fitness pal or the the tracking the uh, food diary in fitbit so i'd really need to 
maybe I should maybe instead of using my net diary, I should really get into the Fitbit ecosystem, but I'm not really quite sold on that. It'll integrate with other apps. Like I said, it'll integrate with my fitness pal. I actually have an uh, if and if if this then that um, recipe that will tell me if I don't get in my calorie um, goal in a day, it'll send me a text by 3 p.m. that'll tell me that. That'll motivate me a little bit. That's pretty cool. And of course, like I said, it it does sleep tracking, but unlike the Fitbit uh, Force, you don't have to tell it you're asleep. It'll actually automatically go into that mode. So that all in all is pretty cool. What I don't like about it, um, the step tracking is good, but it could be better, which is pretty much the case with all of these. If uh, in testing, people have worn like three or four of these plus carried a phone in their pocket and they they never match. So in my in my testing, it seems to uh, usually overestimate the number of steps you've taken. But last week, um, it's kind of funny. I realized uh, before I went to bed that I had ninety eight hundred and seventy six steps. So I actually ended up getting up and uh I walked around the house. I counted the steps. I got in like 250 steps, but it only registered like 180 of them. So it still got you to walk around a little bit more, though. It did. It did. Uh, and it always, all the Fitbits that I've ever tried, overestimate the number of stairs that you take. Uh, yesterday at work, day before yesterday at work, I took um, the stairs. I took two level, two floors. It said I did four. So I don't act, like in my house. I have a one-story home, ranch style. And uh, it'll usually tell me every couple of days that I'm if if that I've had like you know two two stories. It's not going to happen, so I don't really know where it gets <laughs> that from. To be fair, your home is like a palace. Yes, it is. It's very palatial. Yes, indeed. So uh, if you already have a Fitbit Force um, and you're not allergic to it, I don't know that I would upgrade. But the fact that it has continuous heart rate monitoring, it's really cool. Um, if you have a dumber, dumber smartwatch, which it's not a smartwatch, I want to get that across, it will do uh, like phone notifications, but that's pretty much it. The surge will do text notifications, but uh, this does not. But if you have a dumber uh, fitness tracker, you might want to consider upgrading. I think I paid 150 bucks for it. Um, I like it. I-, I love it, honestly. I've heard uh, from people who really test these things that the um, the basis peak is probably the king of the hill, but it also costs like fifty dollars more. So if you're looking for a fitness tracker and you have 150 bucks to blow, um, I mean, go ahead and get it. It's 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 really cool, and you actually could get it through our website too. I'm going to plug that. Go to tfradio.net, click on the Amazon link, or and it'll take you there. Buy it. We'll get some credit for it. Had to get that plug in. But it's great. I love it. Um, if I, I'm really sold with Fitbit, if if they somehow can come up with something better, I don't know how they would. But if they do, I'll buy it. But um, this actually might be the ultimate Fitbit. I don't know what they can add. Maybe glucose monitoring, something like that. But until that's added in a Fitbit, I think I'm going to wear this pretty much indefinitely. So where does uh, my ask wearing the Fitbit? You kind of indicated it does. Does it like change your behavior? Uh, if I notice that I'm getting in more steps, then uh, if I'm if I'm close to a goal, it absolutely does. So the last two days uh, we've been covering Toy Fair, <laughs> so I haven't. I'm nowhere close to getting my goal for steps in. 
today. I missed it by a long shot yesterday. But um, especially looking at the heart rate, I can tell if I'm excited and that I need to relax, which if you know me, that's usually a pretty accurate thing. I need to relax more. So it's kind of like a nice visual reminder. The one thing I will point out, it's not waterproof. It's water resistant. So I do take it off before showering. Uh, and I, I don't swim that often, but I would take it off for that. But otherwise, I leave it on constantly. Excellent. Cool. Uh, you know, my wife has a, a Fitbit uh, charge. I'll have to ask her about her thoughts on it, too. Um, I'm excited. I, I have to uh, I have to jump on some kind of tracker at some point here, especially as we go uh, as we go along on the show. And I will say also, this is for another show. Uh, speaking of that Amazon link on TFRadio.com. Uh, tfradio.net um if you go to amazon amazon's a good place to get your supplements uh because um and we'll talk about supplements later but uh if you have the amazon prime uh you can really save on your supplementation um by doing the Amazon Prime thing. Uh it's one of those things where like it took me a while to realize that oh yeah on Amazon I can buy everything including like fitness stuff. So uh, head over to our site, TF Radio, and uh, click the Amazon link if you're, uh, if you're already kind of doing supplementation and such. Oh, uh, we'll get into that later, I know, but I get all my, fit, uh, my protein powder from Amazon. Um, I ha- they have a much broader selection of protein powder than any store that I've ever gone to. And uh, I, it's probably not the best protein powder for me, but my favorite is the um, uh, BSN sort of um, oh dessert. <laughs> They call it dessert because it tastes a little better, has a little more, few more carbs in it. But the uh, BSN chocolate or vanilla dessert um, shake is really good, and it's actually fairly low in carbs, relatively. So uh, there's your first recommendation with supplements. Uh, we'll get to that uh, in the coming weeks. But uh, to wrap up uh, this week's show, uh, like we say, just start writing down what you eat, and you'll be surprised that. Uh, what effect that'll have on your decision making, and then um, I think you know, next. Back. Sorry, it's the synthesis six, not the dessert. The dessert actually is high in carbs. The synthesis six is the good one. Okay, see, Brian's looking out for us. Yes. Um, so, Brian, anything, uh, anything else this week that you want to say? Uh, next week, so you, you need to set a goal. Um, I'm going to start tracking this week toward that goal. I guess next week we're going to talk more about goals and how to track or what do you want to talk about next week? Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about goals next week and set some. Um, and, uh, you guys can set your own goals relative to ours, uh, kind of maybe get an idea of like what kind of constructive goals, uh, there are like what, what makes a good goal, what makes a bad goal. That's I think really important. And, but, uh, your first, your first mission, like we say, is the food diary. Um, and that's something that's not that's not a one week assignment. That's like starting now. That's a lifestyle forever. change. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Uh, anything else, Brian? That's it. Okay. So uh, so that does it for episode two. Like I said, we'll see you guys uh, next week for episode three when we'll talk about goals. This has been get the skinny. 